Count my cards, my money's short. Welcome everybody to Two and a Half Athletes. My name is Rick. I'm with the gang is back. Dave, Sonny, and Tony. We're all back, boys. Welcome back, Dave. The floor's yours, man. The floor is yours. You've been MIA I'm, a little bit. I'm not, I'm not dead. I know I have been gone for a little bit, but I am not dead. And even though I, I forget what Tony's title was for the last one, but I was like, man, this is not gonna be good karma. So well, I had a I had a show face today. Tony said he was proud of you though in the last episode. I know, I know, and I do appreciate that. And I was actually me and Tony. Tony did come out with me on Saturday to celebrate me finishing up my master's. So uh, I was actually showing him in the bar uh, my Dylan Brooks defensive stance. So <laughs> it was it was very it was a very productive night out. I would say Saturday night. So, um, but definitely happy to be done and can start to shift my focus again towards towards you guys and and towards Sunny. I haven't talked to Sunny personally as you know best friend in a while. I, I mean, like. He could be dead in the ditch and I would feel really guilty. So I'm glad. I mean, I, I don't know what he's been doing. He's got a good tan going. So I guess it's it's starting to get a triple digits out there in Arizona, but, but it definitely feels good to be back. Sonny, how was Lake Powell? Dude, that was, it's too long of a story. Five hour drive from Scottsdale, Arizona. Get up there 15 minutes away. Boats canceled. 35 mile per hour winds. Yeah. yeah, it, it was. Wait, brutal. what do you mean? What do you mean the boat was canceled? They don't let anybody on the lake because the winds are too powerful. You blow into the fucking rock wall. Would you run a sailboat? <laughs> no, the winds were that bad, and the walls are terrible there, like the rocks. So yeah, you'll probably and it's a rental, so you got to think liability. So they just don't tell anybody to go out unless you have a personal. That happened to was us when we uh, went canoeing out there, Sunny. It was like fifteen to twenty mile an hour rains, and they weren't trying to let people out. And we just said to them, like, we'll sign a waiver to, you know, this is why we're here. We need to just, this is our day to do it. And they right. let us go out. So I can't even imagine 35 mile an hour winds out there. Yeah. Absolutely. Sonny, was the boat, were you staying there overnight? On the boat? No, we, we were on the resort. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we, uh, we decided, uh, we decided to hit the beach there. They have like a little drive on type of deal. And yeah. um, one of our buddies, well, girlfriend failed to mention the fact that she doesn't have four wheel drive and, um, <laughs> avid listener tom um shout out to you did all the manpower pushing these things up the hill so not not an ideal start to the weekend but great time i was a big guy come on guys we can just push it and he can start the train going for you guys and then you realize you're <laughs> you're in something deep a half hour later <laughs> it, it's sunny is it easier to get out uh, in Arizona, like of that sand versus like in Dewey, I know we had some problems there when we when we got stuck in. in no, the sand. way, way, way easier. But I mean, it doesn't compare when your vehicle doesn't have four wheel drive. <laughs> <laughs> they have a they have a tough time moving in um in rain, so no go. So how was like poolside though? Was the was the resort or hotel crowded? Uh, the hotel wasn't crowded. I did meet um a lot of older women at the bar who were all watching the derby we all played some bets together that was pretty fun although not one of us won older women um, shout out sarah uh, hotel pool overlooked the lake so i mean yeah vibes were there but once that stuff was over with. that's awesome i'm glad you had a good time you do look a lot tanner than last week honestly that's because i just got off the golf course oh damn. no tom definitely got burnt if, if sonny's tan tom definitely got burnt yeah, we, we we came back. We go out to dinner. Um, Tom was like, I don't know how you're out of the restaurant right, like, right now. I was like, yeah, me either. I was like, what are you up to? He, he was laying underneath of a fan 
on full speed with aloe on his back. He said he hasn't moved in two hours. <laughs> the the uh, quick story: the one time we went golfing, and after golfing, we went back. We went to my my parents' house to eat uh, barbecue, like pulled barbecue chicken sandwiches, random sandwich, random meal. But uh, I told my mom that Tom liked tequila beforehand. So as soon as he walked in the house, it's like, oh, you're tequila Tom. So that's how uh, I always refer to Tom as tequila Tom. <laughs> and another story about Tom, not to make this podcast about Tom here, <laughs> but we went down to Myrtle and we've been going there for like six, seven years now. And the first year we were down there, we got there early. We go to the beach for the day and Tom, as Tom is, he just falls asleep no matter where he is. So he fell asleep on the beach um, I'm not sure on his back or his belly, but he fell asleep on the beach as we're like just actively listening to music and standing around and like having fun and shit. We ought to take turns putting sunscreen on him because he's just getting roasted there. <laughs> he's just sleeping through it all. So he ended up, he ended up did get it burnt, but we tried our best to cover him up. All right. Well, since we're telling Tom stories, I got one more. <laughs> um, so Tom, Tom helped out with our, uh, our university baseball team. Uh, my freshman year, I think it was, and that was his first year he transferred in um, to Philly U. And our coach wasn't the best with, like, pronunciating. So, it, Tom, well, I mean, we're giving out a lot of information here, but his last name's And the coach would always call him Dan Like, there was, like, a, a pause in between there. So, I always thought his name was Dan, and he was helping out the one time. And I was just call, I was calling him by Dan. I was like, Dan, Dan. Dan and he fi- he finally turned around. He's like, "Are you talking to me?" Because it was literally just me and him around each other. Like there was no one else. And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "My name's Tom." I was like, <laughs> I was like "Dude, this whole time I thought his name was Dan for like the first month." Oh my god, pretty funny. But Tom's the fucking man. We'll have to get him on the pot here to redeem himself. We really will. Stories. Yeah, we'll have him taste I test mean, five tequilas and tell us which one is the best one. He is, I mean, he is only, the tequila expert of the group. The only thing left we have to do is just for him to give us his social because we pretty much talked about <laughs> his whole life for this episode. So, I mean, people are going to be looking him up on Google after this. So. Oh, man, that's so funny. Dave, I saw you went out to eat. What, did you get some Italian food? Is, yes. Where would you go? I, I, think, I think it's my new favorite Italian place in the city, Carina, um, huh. off 22nd and Spruce, little corner spot. Um, we ended up going there. We got a couple dishes. Uh, the meatballs for an appetizer. This is going to sound weird, but their Caesar salad, their app was one of like the best salads I ever had. And then um, I got the spicy crab uh, pasta, and it was really good. I mean, it was spicy like one of crab, wow. spicy crab pasta, which I'm upset because I I wanted that really bad, but the chicken parm looked really good too, and I'm a sucker for chicken parm. But I, I'm gonna say. It's probably number one Italian dish for me in the city and probably top three overall meal that I've had in Philly. Wow. That's how that's how good it was. Yeah, that place is really good. Uh, Dave, anybody you're with, three. did they get the the octopus? Because the octopus on Yelp right now looks amazing. It's incredible. No, I've had it. We we did and we, we were going to Tony and we didn't. So next time. I'm gonna have to go back because I want to get the chicken. Chicken parm. parm looks awesome. Yeah. Their food looks very good. Yeah, it was good. It was, I mean, it was really, really good. If you're ever in Philly, go to Karina on Twenty uh, Second and Spruce. It's a, it's a really good date spot too, or or happy hour as well. It's a good spot to go sit outside, especially during the summer. And I like it too because um, it's like really shady as well. Because the 
like after like four o'clock because it's tucked away in a corner kind of. Um, but the sun falls behind the buildings. So you're not like getting directly pelted with sun. So it's really nice. I, w- I went there before I went to the Harry Potter Museum, Dave. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was the same you're- night. Actually, the, yep. on, the, on the ride there in the Uber, um, there was a bicyclist and he was, there was a car turning left and the bicyclist kept going straight and his bicyclist just railroaded this, this, uh, <laughs> this truck. And then it became this. <laughs> then it became this whole fiasco because the uh, truck driver didn't know what like hit him, and he like pulled over to the side of the road, and everyone's just standing there. And then these people on the sidewalk just start yelling at him, asking him to like make sure that the biker is okay. And everyone's like, "Dude, just chill out. Like, let the guy figure out what the heck's going on. He just got hit." <laughs> is it one of those electric bikes? No, it was <laughs> no. <laughs> What, it was not. <laughs> yeah, it mouth, was a, a heavy. Uh, what are they heavy? A huffy? I don't know what they. You know what I'm talking about, Sonny? Yeah. I've seen people in New York. <laughs> why? Why is, why is it? Do you know what I'm talking about? That was seemed a little Could racist. Uh, all right well speaking of like top do you guys like if you had a rank like your top dish or maybe even like italian dish in the city or any dish what what would you go with so I, I got a few and it's not really just dishes it's just like italian spots in the city and they're kind of kind of a little unknown so i'm gonna go under the radar here so i used to live in northern liberties there's a great spot right around the corner there near uh, garage bar and fish on there it's called murph's it's actually a an irish like dive bar but there is a italian cook that works there he doesn't work there every night and it's just by circumstance when you walk in there that if he's working or not but the food is unbelievable like it's very authentic italian food and it's, it's delicious um two other spots i like near me right now in conchi vigiano's vigiano's is great they have they actually have a location down in cape may as well but i had my fiance's like 20 something surprise birthday party there and they were amazing. They gave us like the entire upstairs and we had a party of like 10 or 12 people and they catered to everything I asked. And they were amazing. Like also amazing food. It's a la carte, which I like. So you get like huge ass portions. And then if you have any sides, like it's good to share family style. And then last one here I'm going to mention is from the boot in Lafayette Hill. They have a filet on special every now and then. And just by going there so many times with my, my parents, my dad loves it there. I've asked like, like, hey, how often do you have the filet or whatever? And they said, we always have it. You just have to ask for it. So they're awesome. Um, I highly recommend going there if you're ever in the area. From the boot? To, is, that, the boot. is that by uh, – is, is that from – or is that near the alehouse? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the locations. Okay. I think they have three. Um, they have one in, I want to say, Ambler, and then one somewhere else as well. But um, I've only ever been to Lafayette Hill one, and it is a BYOB. I'm a sucker for BYOBs, but, yeah, it's not yeah. far from the house. Yeah, and also yeah. shout out Ale House because their roast beef sandwiches is elite. So shout out them as well. McNally's and um, Chestnut Hill contends with it, though. Very, very good. Okay. I think I've actually been there. I guess my spot. I think it's the best happy hour in the city is double knot. They just, their food is so cheap and it's so good. And they serve $5 sakis, but they put it in a wine glass. So like next thing you know, you're feeling really good off sake. Um, then I have to give a shout out, obviously to my local spot, Pika's in upper Darby. They have the best upside down pizza. 
it, it contends with Santucci's. Um, there's a little debate going, but they're different different sauces. So obviously it's like preference to what you like. They're both like similar What's, style, but they're still pretty different. This is probably a dumb question. What's upside down pizza? It's just when the cheese is on the bottom and the sauce is on top. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I thought that it is like a dumb question. Down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is a dumb question. What else would I call it? <laughs> Pete thought it was crust up. Yeah, I did. Hey, you're holding it by the sauce. You're just getting sauce <laughs> all over you. <laughs> God. Um, those are like two shout outs I'd give. Um, are we going strictly um, Italian here? I went straight Italian. Oh, if it's it Italian, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't go either. Italian for you're, the first one, so I, I messed up there. No, that's all right. You're just no, giving you good good food you don't have to. You don't have to. Uh, well, I guess I'll stick with the Italian. But it's been a while since I've been back in Philly. But Giorgio I'm Pine, hands down, has to be the best Italian. Lobster ravioli, homemade. Uyob. Yeah, that too. And last time we had a big dinner party there for a birthday. Uh, everybody had their bottles of wine. I still have a picture of it. I got to find it. But me and Dave brought a uh, grocery bag of Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of the first meals that me, Tony, Tequila, Tom went to in Old City. Yeah, what Tom was that place I, called? It closed. It's like, um, I forget the name of it. But Tony and Tom, sure. they just brought a handle of Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's I mean, no restrictions. Yeah, no there's, restrictions. There's not. And that's all we had. We didn't have time to stop, uh, get a bottle of wine. So we just opened the liquor cabinet and just grabbed the Tito's. Any other spots? I mean, there's a, there's so many spots. That's the thing. No, but, um, but since since we're on it, I, d- I do want to bring this up. Uh, I think this year, in 2022, they're opening 14 Raising Canes. And I've been dying, <laughs> to, I've been dying to try their chicken fingers. So There's I'm one in uh, to- University City right now. I know, but they're opening up 14 remaining, or well, maybe 14 including that, but 13 remaining raising cane chicken fingers. And I'm a sucker for chicken fingers. So, and obviously the hype is just like unreal. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm down to try them. We might have to do a review. Any, anywhere else? I, the one place I do want to get to is Saloon in uh, South Philly. I guess it's South Philly. It's on South 7th Street. Um, that's one place that I really want to get to. Also, uh, Rick near you, Spasso. Spasso is very good, but they also have a location in Media, which is in like the old courthouse. So it's like weird when you walk into it, but both are delicious. I think the Media one's way better. I actually agree. Yeah. They're both really good. They give you a lot of food for your money. And that's, you know, can't beat that. Mm -hmm. I agree. Also, two two spots too. I'm going to flip over the pizza a little bit. Um, Emmy Squared. Awesome. I still haven't tried that yet. Detroit South Pizza, and also I just found out like late last summer they do have a roof, so it's it's like really it's really good vibes up there, uh, bar and everything as well. Um, and then also I didn't eat here, but they also have Detroit style pizza as well, and I want to try it. Um, sidecar, oh wow. Sidecar okay. Cafe, I've never been there. Heard great things. Heard great things as well. Their their pizza looks legit, and it, it's a it's like a really cool bar. So. Um, that's another place I want to try to eat. So I'll report back soon. So you're bringing up like other restaurants and things, Dave. There's a restaurant in the city that everyone really likes, and I don't think is good at all. El Rey. Do you like El Rey? The, I haven't been. I haven't always been, like raised that. It's not great. But Rosie's is down the street, and Rosie's is really good. Rosie's is awesome. I really Rosie's like. Rosie's really good. Really good tacos. Really good drinks. 
Rick, similar to that, I think Elvez is highly overrated. It's a lot of money for the food that you're paying to eat. You know, yeah, you're getting three tacos for 20 bucks. So, yeah, I can get 12 tacos for 10 at Taco yeah. Bell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and usually I'm not paying because I still have a gift card from 2017 Christmas. Yeah. The one, the one place that's, uh, it's kind of expensive, but it's a cool experience is, um, Palazzi Social Club. That's a cool spot, um, in the city. It's just Italian food. You ring the doorbell, they check your membership, they let you in and you can't have your phone out, which is kind of cool. Lets you like live in the experience. And then the other one that people forget about is Victor Cafe. They sing soap opera. So all the waitresses and waiters are, uh, like soap opera, I don't know, up and comers. And every 20 minutes, someone just starts belting out soap <laughs> operas while you eat your Italian dinner. That reminds me of like the, awesome. <laughs> uh, big, big daddy. Yeah. When he first takes out, I think her name's Corinne for the first time. And it's that old Italian mobster. And you look over and they're singing soap opera. And he's like making out with the, with, with the girl that he's with, with like the sausage <laughs> in his mouth. <laughs> that's what it reminded me of jesus christ also oh. since we're still on spots mixto is probably top three in the city for me as well um Mixed that's up. right it's right near georgia on pine it's really good they serve like uh caribbean caribbean food um it's it's good tony have you ever been to peppercini in contra Hawken? i have yeah it's pretty good they have a a sunday special where you get um you get a glass of wine no, it's, it's for two. So you get two glasses of wine, you get an appetizer, and you each get an entree. I think it's like 20, 25 bucks. But wow. they have like a lot of entrees to choose from. They call it like red sauce sundae. It's, it's very good. And then fi- final shout out I'll give, and you guys can do whatever, but in Havertown, Brick and Brew is just a great establishment. Their cocktails are amazing, and their wings are awesome. Yeah, Brick and Brew is great. Um, but also in Havertown, Dave mentioned some Detroit-style pizza places. There's a place called Crust. And they have Detroit style. Um, I got it like during pandemic and I had to I actually had to order in the morning online. And then I picked it up at like six, seven o'clock and it was delicious. I loved it. I've gotten it a few times since then, but by ordering online, I subscribe to like newsletter or like any kind of email chain they send out and they do $10 pizzas on Thursdays, but just like first come first serve. So if you order in the day, like early on in the day, you can get a, a Detroit style pizza for 10 bucks for pickup. Wow. So that might be my Thursday coming up here. We really went off the deep end once Dave. I was going to say, holy yeah. shit. That was supposed to be like a. a if you can't wait, tell, was, we love food. That, and that was actually an ad. We did not have an agenda. We, I said, hey, let's talk about maybe some food in the city. <laughs> and I brought up Karina. And next thing you know, it spiraled. And, and Rick's talking about places in fucking Kentucky. So. <laughs> For our listeners out, out there, jangles. for our yeah. listeners out there, those are all of our new sponsors. <laughs> Long John Silvers. Yeah, shout out Bojangles down in uh, South Carolina. Um, should we should we switch switch into uh, Crown and Fraud? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so let's, cool. Let's, let's go to. Uh, should we do Crown or Fraud first? I kind of want to do Fraud. All right, let's do Fraud. You want to go first, Dave? Do Fraud. Take Dave. Yeah, yeah take I'll, 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 I'll go first, dude. Fraud, Tom Brady's family. <laughs> because he retired and said he wanted to. So I think he's. It was. It had to be like two months ago. I think maybe in February, he said he wanted to remove himself from the game. He's starting to get older. He's forty-four, setting his ways. 
and really spend time with his family because he has neglected them. You know, he's, he's very intense, cares about his job, cares about his career, puts in a lot of hours. That's why he's the greatest of all time. And since those two months and he spent time with his family, he has now unretired because he can't stand his, being around his family all the time. And then not only has he unretired, he has built in a 10-year contingency plan after his playing career where he's going to be he just signed a deal today that he's going to be a uh, box analyst, which obviously involves just as much travel as if it, if it does and studying as if you were a player. So um, fraud of the week, it has to be Tom Brady's family because within that two months, he has not only decided to go back to his old life where he barely sees his family, he built in a 10-year contingency plan post-playing. So um, fraud of the week, Tom Brady's family. Well, his they, wife probably travels a ton too with all the the modeling and shit that she does overseas. Yeah. It, it, it's so funny. That's why he wanted to retire. And now he's booked for the next 13 years. So his, his kid's going to be like a software engineer at Google by the time he's, he's done <laughs> announcing. So it's like, yeah. what the hell? Why'd you, oh, why'd you use that analogy? <laughs> that was, yeah, that was right. <laughs> The kid also could get any job in the world he wants if he wants to say it's Tom Brady's kid. He can take Marty. He can take Marty Mush's job. Actually, software engineer might be the only job he can't get. Once they get him in front of the computer screen, like, all right, this kid's useless. (laughs) Uh, All right, Sonny, go ahead. (laughs) Our front of the week. Oh, let me switch to Tony here. No, no, my front of the week is just going to be <laughs> the Rangers in general. Uh, it's this Sorry. has just been terrible to watch, and there has never been a comeback from this deficit in playoffs. So I don't think it's going to happen this year. So just they're the fraud of the week. Are they down three one? They're down three one. Wow. I'm sorry, man. We talked about it last week, and you weren't really concerned about it. So yeah, no, I really wasn't. But yeah, <laughs> when your goalie gets pulled back to back games and lets up, I don't know, maybe close to twelve goals in two games, just brutal. Oh, were you watching the game in Lake Powell on Saturday? Intoxicated, but yes. Me and Dave were watching. Turn a little it off. I texted you that Igor got pulled. He didn't answer me. Yeah, I, I figured you were upset. Switched and then switched over to the derby where I also was. Uh, Oh, for everything. So, I think not, a, not a good weekend for the sports for the sports right now. All right, Tony, let's go to you for your fraud. Yeah, I'm going to go into my fraud, and I sent you guys the picture just with a little context background here. But it's got to be the giant food pickup service. It's it's an unbelievable fraud. Um, I was really busy yesterday, and we needed groceries, and my fiance didn't have to pick up groceries either. So, I did a mobile pickup, not even mobile, just like online order. Then you just like park there, and they run it out to you. I got enough groceries for the week. So, I mean, spend like $85, $90 worth. I get a confirmation that the order is ready for pickup. And I want to say about 15 of the items, they were said they were sold out. So instead of like contacting me for replacements, they just did it in the order. So a $90 order went down to $17. And then I pick up the order. And instead of getting five individual bananas as i ordered i get five bunches of bananas so now i have i have 35 bananas that i don't know what to do with so it's got to be the giant food services the fraud of the fucking center here 
Went from $90 down to 17. I'm not even kidding. I can send you the receipt. I can send you the invoice. The lady came out and she like wanted to put the groceries in the back of my car, but I had like my golf clubs back there. It was just filled back there, like in the trunk space. So I opened up the back seat and I was helping her get the bags. And she's like, ah, can't we put them in the trunk? I'm like, why does it matter to you? I'm helping you put the bags in my car. <laughs> and then she said, she said, wait, don't leave. I forgot something. She ran back inside. Came back, out. More bananas. No, no. <laughs> came back out to tell me. She's like, never mind. I didn't forget anything. <laughs> so I come home and I have, I have like five bags. And Liz is like, did you get everything you needed to? I said, no, I have enough bananas to last us the next two months. Uh, your potassium levels are going to be the crown of the week for the next five weeks. Well, now I'm nervous because I read that you can't have too much potassium. It's bad for your heart. I'm curious too why when you saw the bags and then and the amount that you got, why you just didn't go back in the store to finish. Because like it's like a bigger brown bag. So it's like I just assumed, like, okay, like maybe they replaced some items. No, they just gave me all the bananas they have. And like, shut out this lady. Like, this lady was like, did she not look at the order and say, like, all right, four bananas? This guy doesn't want six bunches of bananas. <laughs> No one in their right mind wants six bunches of bananas. No bakery could do six bunches of bananas. Oh, man, you're going to be making some nice banana bread. You'll probably freeze some. Jeez. I'm trying to give them away. I'm just taking them with me, like, as I travel places. And if I see, like, a homeless guy or anything, I'm trying to divvy them out here. But no luck yet. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. My Go favorite. I don't even really have a fraud of the week this week. Um, I guess I guess I could just choose like Kyle Lowry because I know Sonny loves him and Dave really likes him, but he's just not a basketball player anymore. He just tries to flail at everything that he does. The Heat are five and zero when he hasn't played, so it just goes to show who Kyle Lowry really is. I mean, yes, he's from Philadelphia. Yes, he he's a good basketball player. He won a championship, but. He stopped us from winning a championship, and I just don't think he's a good basketball player anymore. He's just he's just there, and he's just flailing his body everywhere. He is plumped too. Like he's like it's it's June or May, and he's like still carrying holiday weight. Like he's a <laughs> he's like a bagel away from getting like diabetes. Like it's it is not good, and I don't understand like how a professional athlete can be that hefty. Rest in peace, Zaire. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. To, let's go to the crown of the week. Let's go back to you, Dave. Who's your crown of the week? Man, this is tough because I actually had a crown of the week, but then it kind of involved a team in Philadelphia and it didn't go well tonight. So I'm actually not going to pick my original two crowns. So I think I'm going to have to go with probably Howie Roseman. I don't think, I mean, I I missed you guys for the draft and everything, but obviously I always say in basketball, when in doubt, if you have like, post lottery picks when in doubt if there's a Kentucky player there draft big blue when in doubt draft SEC draft Bama draft Georgia we got two Georgia dogs obviously our team and in my opinion it's like typical it's like typical draft uh people just it's kind of like what we did with Rieger all these scouts all these GMs try to be smart like the smartest person in the league instead of just making the obvious decision yeah Dean, I, I really do feel like the Kobe Dean in two years could be like one of the best linebackers, could be like a Patrick Queen uh, type of linebacker. 
Walker. And, like, people – he's a first-round talent, and he didn't go until the third round. Um, and then, obviously, we ended up getting A.J. Brown. So, uh, it's going to help Devontae Smith out a lot. And also, they're talking about it on the radio today. I didn't realize how easy our schedule is. There's a good chance the Eagles could get 12 wins this year. And I'm changing my prediction from Washington to win the division to the Eagles. You had Washington to win the division? I think Washington's really good. Oh, I think man. Washington's really good. Yeah, I do. I mean, I think their defense could be their anchor. I just don't know if Wentz could get them and over that humble win the division. Tell me they don't have the best coach by far in the division. We don't know yet because Brian Dabble is just as – could be really True. good. True. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm with I you on Dean. I mean, Dean was – I don't think he was the best player on the field in the Natty. I think Will Anderson for, from Bama is like a generational right. talent. But N'Kobe Dean was, if not the second best player, the third. Like He's I an absolute I, I freak. Mean, he was all over the field. I think he was – I don't know. I still think he was first-round talent, mm-hmm. if not early second round. I agree. Um, and he fell because he came out because of his apparent peck stupid. issue. Yeah. But, but I mean, people they were picking – they were, they were picking people from like Blue Mountain State over him. And I was just like, it got to a point. I was like, all right, this is, there's either something we don't know. Yeah. And there hasn't, nothing's came out yet. And he was on the practice field right after the draft. So I don't know. Can I slide so, in here with my crown of the week then? Cause I'm just going to yeah. harp on that. I'm going to choose Nicobe Dean because I don't know if you guys saw his press conference with the Eagles, but they asked him why he chose engineering. And I, I thought it was like a really cool question and a cool answer. He said that his mom worked in the VA and he saw all these veterans come in with, you know, disabilities and prosthetic legs. And he wanted to, you know, learn about engineering and how to create uh, things to make it easier for these people to live their daily lives and, you know, learn how to run again and create prosthetics. And I thought that was so interesting That's and awesome. just translates into football with the, one of the scouting reports that I read about him is that, you know, he never got fooled on any of the play action plays. He always knew where to go. And he, you know, sideline to sideline is fast. So they always said like, oh, his, uh, you know, his height isn't there, but his every other metric is there. So, you know, that's what you need in this league. You need a guy who can fly around. I think it's yeah. a great pick. I would, I would take between what's, what's in the brain over, over some height deficiencies yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good for him. He's going to be, he's going to be fun to watch for the next couple of years here. I mean, especially paired up with uh, Jordan Davis too. Like, how else? Also, it's one of your best friends at, from college, and you're you're being drafted to the NFL together. That's awesome. At, at this point, like, who gives a fuck if he ends up being bad? You ended up getting him in the third round anyway. So right. now, yeah. it for for the Eagles, it's now become absolutely no risk, high reward. Right. So, exactly. I think that might have been the best if you look value wise. That was probably the best pick in the draft. I think. Yeah. Thank Couldn't you. agree more. All right, I'm going to go into my crowns here. I got two of them here real quick. Um, first one, Adam Sandler. His, like, final trailer for his new movie, Hustler, came out, and it looks awesome. Features, like, a ton of NBA players and former Nugget great Juancho Hernan Gomez. Um, Sandler filmed it in Philly, and he had his entire crew stay at the, the hotel next to my apartment for, I want to say, like, three, four months during the pandemic. And um, the hotel was completely booked out. Like, no residents were able to go there. So I would just like walk, walk Riley around there every day and just see if I could get a scoop of Wancho or the Sandman, but I wasn't able to, but the movie looks awesome. And also who's wearing the crown for me this week is the security guard that dragged the, the little kid out of the Suns game after he put his hands on Chris Paul's 
wife or family member. And by security guard, I mean his mom. So happy Mother's <laughs> Day to that lady. Yeah. I, that I video, I, video. <laughs> I get it's like a whole serious situation right now. But Chris Paul telling a 15-year-old kid, I'll, I'll see you. I'll see, like, you. About, I'll see you tonight. It's is so funny. <laughs> I'm not oh kidding. That God. kid, that kid might be 15 years old. And Chris Paul is like jumping over the the two rows to yell at this kid saying, I'll see you tonight. Chris Paul is like near 40 years old. Like, what is he <laughs> going to do to him? And the reports that what we've read is he he went in for an unwanted hug. That's all we got. And there's cameras everywhere. Like we said in the group the other day, there's cameras everywhere. How is there no video evidence of this happening? Like I, I fully believe it happened from how mad Chris Paul was I just want to see the extent of like what he did I think it's I feel bad for the kid honestly I think it's getting blown out of proportion and when Chris Paul takes the Twitter and says shit like that like hey you know you put your hands on my family the first thing is like I was like oh he either like dumped a drink on him or like pushed her or something like yeah. that yeah so it's like but him just getting reprimanded by his mom on Mother's Days <laughs> that's great there's yeah. there's a lot of uh replies like <laughs> Chris Paul State Farm memes and things like that. <laughs> I gotta look up the full video. I didn't even watch it. That's wow. I didn't I'll know that in the group context, but without seeing the video yet. There's there's some memes of like the um the mom dragging them out. She's like, come on, dad's outside with the BMW right now. We gotta call our lawyers. Like <laughs> there's some there's some good ones out there. NBA Twitter stays undefeated, by the way. Their, their memes are always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my crown of the my crown of the week. Now that I finally remember, it's easily going to be a uh, Ricky Fowler. I I, <laughs> I I don't remember if we made a prediction on him last pod. Yes, I said I said made the cut top forty. You guys both said no mate cut. Yeah, yeah. so um, Ricky, if you do see this, man, I'm sorry, bro. You know I support you, but I got to give a shout out to him. That's what uh, best finish he had this season, probably. Um, so shout out to him. He might be back. Isn't it isn't it funny that we talked about that and then we talked about Matt Wolf in the same episode? Yep. And that guy, what was he after round one? He was like five or six under. And then the next day he went 10 over or something like that. <laughs> That's one person when we say hey, he ain't gonna do good, he ain't gonna do good. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you don't gotta worry about that backfiring. Yeah, he um, was he was leader in the clubhouse after round one, and then Jason Day. Actually, Jason Day ended up crumbling too. He, he ended up having the lead, but then he crumbled. Did I, speaking of security guards, did I ever tell you guys the story about how we snuck in to the Wells Fargo Center for the Flyers game? No. So it was my, I think it was my sophomore or junior year. We did fundraising for the baseball team and we went to uh, Wells Fargo parking lot before a Flyers game and stood out there with a bucket asking for cash to fundraise for our team. And as we're leaving, I recognized the guy and it was the pizza maker in the top of cam bar and he's like yo fellas what's up how you doing We're like, hey what's up man what are you doing he was like cleaning up bins or something outside the arena yeah. and he asked if asked us if we were going in the game and we said no we we're just out here with buckets trying to fundraise he gave us about six tickets to 1998 bon jovi and he said <laughs> once you walk inside go right to the right there's a big bald guy he's a big bald guy it looks like fat joe once you give him the tickets he'll hook you up so we walked in and we get and we go into the right. We see this guy. So we walk in and we say, "Oh, we dropped the guy's name from Cambar." He said, "Here's our tickets." And you know how when like you, you scan a ticket, it goes beep. Yeah. 
Well, because these are nine t- tickets from 1998, the guy made the noise. He just went beep. <laughs> beep. Beep. He's like, fellas, fellas, once you get in, you're on your own. But I was crying when he made that beep sound. We got in because we recognized uh, one of our one of the pizza makers at the top of the can bar. He hooked us up to get us into the fire escape. It's amazing. He might. It was either him or the other guy who um, (laughs) used to used to serve the salads on Chicken Figure Thursday that lived behind us in Umbria. Yeah, but he had like two crazy dogs that would just bark on us like crazy, and then he would just he's like, "Fellas, ignore them, ignore them." But we would see him outside of his house all the time for <laughs> six. Was it Mike? Yeah, it was Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was downstairs, right? Yeah, yeah, downstairs at Cambria. <clears throat> he was good. He actually mm-hmm. like enjoyed his job and actually like communicated and had fun with us. All right, anything else, fellas? Before we wrap up, it was good to be back. It was good it, to be back. It was crowded here tonight, but it felt good. I felt full, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Rick. In the heart. Are you feeling full of those bananas? Uh, yeah. <laughs> What's up, Dave? Rick, real quick, any chance we get a game seven and, and uh, back to South Beach? Yeah, of course. I mean, I feel like Joel's built for these moments. I know he hasn't got there yet to the Eastern Conference Finals, but there's something about him with his competitive nature. And I think you saw it with Harden, too. They just didn't make open shots tonight. So I think there's a lot to go still. I think game six, you got two games here, two days off. I mean, one day off, you play on Thursday. So I think we can hold it down on Thursday. The key is you get two days rest after game six. So every game is one day rest to play the second, except for game seven. So hopefully they can pull it out in game six and then kind of get ready uh, for Miami. It's going to suck because it's going to be on a Sunday. That's that's the only downfall for game seven. Win or lose. If they win, you know, you're riding high. But if they lose, that Monday is going to suck at work. So, What do you think about the Bucs Celtics series? So it's all tied up 2-2 now. What do you think is going with that? I think that's no, going 7-2. I think so, too. I literally have no but idea what to think to, with that series. To, to be honest, if it, doesn't, if it doesn't go seven, I think Boston's going to win out. Yeah, I I actually tend to think the opposite. I think Giannis has clearly been the best player in the in the series, and Boston kind of is just letting him get his and then stopping the other guys. But I I think we might see a Giannis like full takeover game. Yeah, I I mean he was doing that too, and then they kind of like figured it out a little bit, and they didn't have Time Lord last game, and I don't know. It's going back to Boston. I just really feel like they might have been able to figure something out these last two games. Then again, it did it did take a, a turn the clock game for Al Horford. Um, I mean, the Bucks blew that. The Bucks blew that yeah. game. Yeah. You're double digits, you know, in the second half. You can't let that lead escape you. And lose by double digits, or I don't know if they lost by double digits. They but lost by one, eight. Yeah. At one point they're down like ten. Yeah. And honestly, outside of the Warrior series, I won't be surprised if all of them go seven. Yeah, I think Warriors are – they're going to win in Memphis, especially without – I mean, Grizzlies have been such a good team without Ja, but I think it's playoff basketball now. You need your your, your best yeah. player here. And it's did you guys, Warriors. Did you guys yeah. hear what Steph said? No. So, oh, so Steve Kerr obviously wasn't coaching because of the COVID-19, and Mike Brown filled in as the head coach spot, and he just got hired by the Sacramento Kings. And they asked, asked Clay about – I mean, they asked Steph about, you know, their shooting performance. They didn't shoot well from three at all. And he said something along the lines of, 
you know, Mike Brown, he's a great coach. You know, we love him. We don't want to see him leave, but damn, we didn't think we'd turn into the Kings overnight. He was just dissing the Kings being an awful basketball team. He said it was a historically bad shooting night. He's like, I yeah. thought we got traded to the Kings overnight. <laughs> yeah. Only him, man. Only, if LeBron, I was if only LeBron did oh that, I'd hate it. But because yeah, of yeah. Steph. Steph is likable. I think Steph and Giannis are the, the most likable guys in the league, so they can do whatever they want. Sonny, what did uh, Skip Bayless, what does he call LeBron? Legon. Legon. Legon now and then during the season, the fraud. Yeah, now, yeah. my favorite my favorite nickname of his has become LeMickey. <laughs> <laughs> because he won the bubble, the bubble ring. Oh. Everyone, everyone calls him Mickey LeMickey. Mouse? Oh, my God. LeMickey. <laughs> oh, that's the best one. That's incredible. He honestly, <laughs> he has a top five Twitter. Yeah, he's a good follow on Twitter. I can't watch his show in person for the life of me, but on Twitter, he's good. <laughs> yeah, I think the tweets just cracked me up. Yeah. Also, Rick, shout out. I want. I did want to give another crown nod to the Reds. They won three of their last five. So wow. They're on, the, they're on the up and up here. There we go. We gave him good juju. Yeah, this is did. what happens. We oh, just oh, talk oh, about oh, somebody, yeah. and then the next week they just flip Wait, on us. Awesome. They make us look also, so bad. Also, I hope. Well, I hope this doesn't happen. But shout out the Yankees. I was trying to get something to shout them out, but um, I think it's always good when the Yankees can get like a star and like a a really formidable team. I I personally think they're the best mm-hmm. team in the league this year, and they have like a kind of like '90s Yankees feel. Like the other day, it was uh, DJ Lemayhu. Aaron Judge and then uh, Anthony Rizzo all at the the Rangers game and they're throwing back beers, um, so he's got like a really good vibe about him right now. And I feel like, especially as well, like the Mets are good too. So to get that like New York draw, it's kind of helping baseball out a little bit. So, um, yeah. you know, shout out the Yankees, even though we're not really supposed to like them, but it is it is good for baseball. I think they're a little overrated, but Do they have a Subway Series. Yeah, they do. I just don't know when. Yeah, July 26th. Okay. July 26th, oh, yeah, July 27th, yeah, August 22nd, too. and August 23rd. August 23rd is my sister's birthday and Kobe Bryant's. Nice. Thanks, Rick. Nice. Yeah. Well, shout out. All right. I think that's it, everyone. Take it easy. Getting rich off of the Tied in cellophane Cheating death Life is a game Don't look up when I hear my name
I lost a fight, but I count my wins. 